In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom. I'm glad to be with you today with Anthony. We're talking about we adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. I'm looking at two, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. When I came to you, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God in any lofty words or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with the demonstration of the Spirit and of power to that truth might show that the wisdom of God depends upon the power of God. I tell you, I tell you, where we proclaim the cross, healing should be taking place. Paul tells us he came proclaiming the cross of Jesus Christ. Far be it from me to glory in anything but the cross of Jesus Christ, where I have been crucified to the world and the world to me. This is the day that they call Good Friday. No other Friday is called good. And I tell you, it's good for us because He, our Lord Jesus Christ, He was on the cross and He was bleeding for us so that we might enter the kingdom of heaven and that we might be free from sin as we confess our sins. I tell you, it's all about the cross. When Peter went to Cornelius' house, he started to talk about the cross and the resurrection and the power of God fell upon them and they start speaking in other tongues and praising God and prophesying just like at Pentecost. It was the Pentecost of the Gentiles. I tell you, we need to preach the cross of Jesus Christ. Far be it from me to glory in anything but the cross of Jesus Christ, where I have been crucified to the world and the world to me. Do you know that the cross of Jesus Christ not only heals the body, but heals people's stomachs, heals people's prostate cancer? Oh yes, the cross of Jesus and the power of his resurrection brings healing to the sick. He didn't come, Paul didn't come with plausible words, but with the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. This needs to be taken place. This takes place every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock at St. John the Baptist in Quincy on School Street. We see people being healed as the cross is being proclaimed, as Jesus Christ tells us 
that one lady is having migraine headaches. She came to me the next week and said, my headaches are gone. I was healed. I wanted to say, why didn't you tell us last week? But I didn't say that. But she was healed of migraine headaches. Power of God. The cross is the power of God. It is not the place where Jesus failed. It is the place where Jesus triumphed. Remember Jesus telling the uh, the apostles and the disciples, don't tell anyone about this healing. Why? Because the great healing was to take place on the cross of Jesus Christ. He was to forgive our sins by shedding his blood. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. His name is Jesus, and he died for you. He died for me. He shed his blood for you. He shed his blood for me. This is Good Friday. It is the day that we celebrate the cross of Jesus Christ like no other day. The cross of Jesus Christ like no other day. And on that cross, what was nailed to it with Jesus? Your sins were nailed to that cross. Your unforgiveness was nailed to your that cross. Your sickness was nailed to that cross. On that cross, Jesus conquered the world. He gave you life and life eternal. And by that power of that the cross, you can overcome the world. By the power of Jesus' cross, you, you walk in redemption and you walk in victory. And as Jesus carried his cross, we are called to carry our crosses, especially like a day, like on today, a day of Good Friday. You know, there's some crosses that we may pray for God to take away, but truly the mark of true love, the mark of true love for Jesus is us being docile to his will, docile to the Holy Spirit, and taking our crosses that God gives us from heaven and carrying them. You might have a family member who who needs the Lord. You might have, you know what your cross is. But the mark of true love for Jesus is that we carry that cross with love. We accept the crosses Jesus gives us from heaven and we carry them because they sanctify us and they fill us. And they, when we share in Jesus' suffering, we also share in his glories. Redemption. What does it mean? We have been redeemed, bought back by the power of the blood of Jesus. I asked someone the other day, what makes you sure you're going to heaven? And he said, well, I do a lot of good. I said, no, I cut him off. I said, no, it's not that. He said, what is it? I said, you know what it is, and you're not speaking it. It's that Jesus Christ died for you and shed his blood for you. That's why you're going to heaven, not because you did good deeds, not because you baked brownies for the uh, festival i remember my first my first uh, assignment i started to speak about we're not saved by our works but by a grace leading to faith oh yes and uh, i said you might have baked brownies for 
the church, but that's not going to get you into heaven. There was a lady there who had for years baked brownies. She was so upset with me. She was so upset. But she learned that it was the cross that brought her back to heaven. It was the cross that brought her back to be sinless as she confessed her sins. Not the brownies. Not the brownies. You know that we have been redeemed. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb, I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm saved and sanctified, I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. This is the day we proclaim the cross like no other day. Far be it from me to glory in anything but the cross of Jesus Christ not even to glory in the miracles, uh, but the cross of Jesus Christ, which brings the miracles. It's all about the cross. It's all about the cross. It's all about the cross. And there's no love without sacrifice. Jesus poured his love out for you on that cross as he sacrificed everything. He sacrificed his life. From the moment Jesus was born, he was looking to the cross and he was trying to get on that cross to that cross for you for you so that you can have an abundant life so that the gates of heaven would be open for you so that you can live have eternal life you know and today at st john the baptist good friday me and father tom we can carry our crosses in little ways. Andrea, she runs a program for the high school kids called Hunger for Justice. And right now, all these high school kids, they have the group leaders. But then they have many kids who come who may not know Jesus, but they need service hours and they want to help in the community. So today they walk two miles from St. John the Baptist to St. Joseph praying the rosary, maybe some of them for the first time, doing the Stations of the Cross. Then today they're going to come back and we're going to go to Mass at, at 3 o'clock, not Mass, the, the Good Friday service at 3 o'clock. Then they're going to watch the Passion of the Christ. Show what Jesus endured for us. Show what love truly looks like. But then, and you guys all pray for us, you know, we're going to speak to the kids, and then we're going to pray that they receive the Holy Spirit. We're going to preach the cross of the, cru the cross of Christ, but then we're going to pray that all these kids, we already prayed that the leaders at the retreat receive the Holy Spirit, and they did in a powerful, powerful way. But everyone who comes today, all the kids, whether they came to receive service hours or for whatever reason, Jesus drew them there, and they're going to receive the Holy Spirit tonight. And then tomorrow, they're going to, then after, Father, tell them what they're going to do after. They're going to sleep in boxes, and they're going to fast for 30 hours. And after the 30 hours, they're going to go uh, to the homeless and feed them. Oh, yes, it's all about the cross. It's all about the power of the resurrection. It's all about the giving of the Holy Spirit. 
There would be no spirit without the cross. Jesus said, when I am lifted up on the cross, I will draw all people unto myself. Do you know that when Jesus was lifted up on the cross, that he drew you into his sacred heart? Do you know that he knew your name, that he did it for you? Do you know? Today is Good Friday. I remember a friend of mine. She was a nurse, and she was quite the, uh, how you say, beautiful nurse. You know, and she loved good things, and she was quiet, and she prayed in the morning, Lord, I don't want to be like Peter that denied you three times. I want to be like, like someone that's going to tell people about you. Well, she was in the train, and this man started to preach the cross. And as he preached the cross, he pointed to the woman, and he said, What do you believe about Jesus? And she hollered out, Jesus Christ is Lord, and she left the train. She never had done anything like that, but her prayer was answered. She was very, very polite woman, very prissy, beautiful she loved God, but she prayed that she would not deny the Lord, and she didn't deny the Lord. What The man said to her, what do you think about Jesus? And she hollered out, Jesus Christ is Lord. This is real. We have to preach the cross. People say, I don't know what to preach. Preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. The power of God, the power of God, the power of God. You don't have to preach anything else but the cross of Jesus Christ. That is our preaching. That is our preaching, not only on Good Friday, but during ordinary times. Amen. We preach the resurrection as well as the cross. Jesus restored us to the Father. He undid what Adam did many years ago. He becomes the new Adam, and he undid what Adam did by dying on a cross. Oh, yes, dying on a cross, suffering on a cross, and it was done as a sacrifice for you. What sacrifice are you going to give the Lord this week, this day? What sacrifice are you going to give the Lord this day? You might say, well, I don't have anything planned. Go to Planned Parenthood, 1055 Commonwealth Avenue, and go and pray. Go and pray. You can give the Lord that. But you see, I've never done that before. Well, you know what? I remember the time when I was ordained and someone needed anointing, and I said to myself, I never did that before. I said, but now I'm a priest. I've got to do it. I've got to do it, even though I've never done it before. This is God's will. Go to the abortion clinic today and take your Bible. As we pray, the rosary, the Blessed Mother intercedes. As you read the Word of God, angels hearken to there. An atmosphere of heaven is created. An atmosphere which will could lead people to repentance by the love of God. An atmosphere 
in which miracles can take place that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God comes to give life and life abundant. And, you know, we can bring heaven down on that cross. Jesus was suspended between earth and heaven. And on the cross, he drew down heaven upon this earth. And through Jesus, we now can partake in the divine nature. We can pray and we can we can bring down heaven on this earth so that people can be saved, healed, their hearts can be changed, their lives can be marked in eternity. There's so much that can happen. And all we got to do is correspond with his goodness, correspond with Jesus' will, correspond with Jesus' love. You know, Jesus could have gave us redemption any way he wanted. He was God. But he chose to go on that cross. He chose the worst suffering, the most humiliations that he could ever endure. So A, he can relate to every humiliation, every suffering you'll ever go through. But B, so he could show his Father in heaven how much he loved him. You know, there is no suffering in heaven, but suffering for Jesus is a dimension of love, which he could only experience and show the Father how much he loved him here on this earth. So for the Father, Jesus, and for you, but for the Father, Jesus came down and he hung on that cross as an expression of love, as an expression of love. So what can we sacrifice today for the Lord? You know, there's high school kids who might not even have salvation and know the Lord. And they're fasting for 30 hours for the love of Jesus. And even if they're just fasting for 30 hours for service, for service hours, Jesus is going to encounter them. As we make these little sufferings for the Lord, these little mortifications and penances, our flesh dies and our heart becomes more and more open for the love of God. Father, you know, and God will give it to us. Father, tell them about your your uh, cross you endured this morning. Well, every morning I take a shower like everyone else. And I had water flowing out from the uh, nozzle. And I waited and waited and waited. It was freezing water. And I waited and waited and waited, no heated water. And I waited and waited and waited and finally decided it's Good Friday. The water boiler is dead. But it was cold. It was cold. And that's little suffering. That's little suffering. But I said, it's Good Friday, and these things happen. These things happen. And we give it to Jesus, yes. You know, when Jesus was circumcised, he shed blood. That blood could have saved us if that's what Jesus wanted. But Jesus decided by sacrificing himself on the cross that he would save humanity. I remember when I was a chaplain and there was this woman that was brought in and she looked like like I've never seen a woman. She had all her arms tied together. Her legs were up near her chest. And I, I was so scared watching her 
she had been in a motorcycle accident, I think. But the point of the matter is, the next day I went in and I prayed with Jesus at the Mount of Olives. And I said, if I didn't believe that you suffered that way on the Mount of Olives, that I couldn't follow you. But I know on the Mount of Olives you suffered, suffered indeed. And you know what this lady is going through and what her family is going through. You know, because you took it on yourself on the cross. Yes, you took it on yourself on the cross. I said to Jesus, the only reason I can follow you is that you know what suffering is, that you bore our wounds and carried our infirmities, that you came to heal the sick and to bring us to heaven. You came to give us new life in the power of the Holy Spirit. How important is that? And it's all about the cross. It's all about the resurrection. We need Jesus Christ. We need to proclaim him. We need to tell everybody, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice. Yes, we rejoice what Jesus did for us. We rejoice because we would not have new life on the earth or we would not have heaven when we die. Yeah, so Jesus, we all, as one family of yours, just take a second to honor you, to thank you, to love you, to look upon a, a crucifix that that love poured out for us, to look upon a cross because you have risen, to know how much you love us, that you could have gave us salvation anyway, but you chose to go on that cross for us, that you were the only baby who was born to die, that through death you gave us life, through pain you gave us cures, through being bound you gave us freedom, that you had the most perfect plan as soon as you came upon that earth and that was to get to the cross to give us freedom, but you have the most perfect plan for each and every one of our lives. And even though sometimes that includes sharing your sufferings with us, to give us your crosses, to let us carry crosses that bring us to a deeper place of sanctification, a deeper place of knowing and loving you, we pray, Jesus, that you give us the power not only to endure our crosses, but to love them and love you through them. That we can thank you, Jesus, not for the good, only the good, but in, for the good and the bad. That we praise you, not only when it's sunny, but when it's snowing and hailing. That when our lives, we can't see a way, that we know that you are the way, the truth, and the life. We thank you, Jesus, that as every step in your life was ordained, you have every step in our life ordained. And you know that every situation you give us is to just draw us closer to you. That the greatest gifts you bestow on us from heaven are those crosses. Because through our crosses, when we carry them with love and we suffer with, we become united to you. We become united to you in your suffering. Sometimes because of all the sin in the world, you pour out some of your sufferings on us.
and through us to placate your heart, but we receive them. We receive them because we meditate and we reflect on what you did for us, that you gave us our memory and faculties so that we can remember how much you love us. We can remember what you did for us today at three o'clock when you went on that cross, when you would not let anything stop you ever in this world from going on that cross because he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he created you when he went on that cross as if you were the only person on this earth because he wants to open heaven for you. And he wants you to experience all of Jesus and all of his life, all of his life, the good, the bad, everything. Because as we share in the fullness of Jesus, we begin to understand, we begin to walk in his divinity. We begin to, we begin to, let him live his life through us. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. You've got nothing to do on Good Friday, 1055 Commonwealth Avenue. Go out there and taste a little of the suffering. I'll never forget the man that came to collect the parts of the babies. It said, uh, it was, the man said, oh, it's, it's, uh, we're collecting. I said, you're collecting heads and arms and legs of children. Yes, that's what you're collecting, heads and arms and legs and of children. That's what you do as a job. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. But the Lord doesn't want me to go out there. You know why? Because I get too loud. And he says, I never cried in the streets. I never shouted in the streets. But you can preach on the radio and ask people to go to 1055 Commonwealth Avenue. Go now. Go now. Go now, in Jesus' name. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.